everyone. This is Kathy Belletti. And this is my first podcast. And I felt the need to create a podcast for any admissions personnel, whether that be an advisor, a director of admissions, campus president, owner, it really doesn't matter. When it comes to admissions, you know, the entire school is included and uh, it's all about the student life cycle. But before you get to the place of admissions, um, for a lot of us, it's not a job that we just happen to apply for. We saw the ad and it looked interesting. So then, you know, we submitted our resume. Sometimes there's a backstory. And here's mine. Growing and converting more business isn't just about getting your name out there and trying to be everywhere. It's about building deeper relationships. The team at Insperio has been boosting brands like yours with the art and science of emotional and relational lead generation and sales strategies for over 14 years. If you want more business, better conversions, and higher profits, keep listening. If you need immediate help, visit Insperio.ai. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-I-O dot A-I. So how did I get started in admissions? It actually started when I was enrolling in DeVry. At that time, it was called DeVry Institute of Technology. Of course, now it's called DeVry University. But what happened, I went in for the interview. You know, I met with an advisor and he asked me a series of questions, you know, to gauge my interests, my desires, my goals, and uh, at that point, he'll be able to recommend the best program for me. Now, we got to the point of registration and there's two entrance exams that you had to take to get into the right at the time. One was for math and one was for English. So when it came to math, I mean, I blew that test out the water, which allowed me to bypass all of my math classes while I was in college. But the English portion, I failed by one point, one single point. And class was actually starting in a couple of days. I remember my interview was on a Thursday and class was actually scheduled to start like that Monday, the following Monday. So now I'm thinking there's no way I'm going to be able to start school on Monday. However, my advisor, he didn't stop there because he didn't think that that was good enough, you know, to just give up and throw in the towel where most people would say, well, you know, sorry, it didn't work out. Let me know when you're able to come back and retest so that uh, we can get you into the next class. He actually called up the SAT board because at that time, Based on the one point that I missed, I was able to actually go in and take the SAT and I had to take the English portion only and score at least, I think it was 700 points on that portion for it to compensate for the one point that I missed on the entrance exam. So he called up the SATs and he acted as if he was my father and he said, you know, my daughter, she's here trying to apply for school. School starts next week is very important to her. And she needs to take the SAT exam, but only the English portion so that she can get the points that she needs to start school on Monday. Is there anything that you can do? 
you know, they were very understanding and they said, well, the only thing that we can do because all of our seats are filled, if she were to come early Saturday morning, we can get her in on standby. And if someone doesn't show, which someone always doesn't show, then she'd be able to sit for the exam. So that's exactly what I did. I was there super early on Saturday at the SAT testing site and I got in, took the tests, gained the points that I needed. Went back to the Vry on Monday with my father. So you take care of financially and everything. And I started class. And from that point, I said, you know what? This is something that I want to do because my advisor didn't give up. He went the extra mile. He didn't see me as a number. He saw me as an individual who really wanted to get a better education for the betterment of herself. And he put himself into the equation and took the extra mile so that I can start school. And that was the beginning of everything for me. After I graduated DeVry, I dedicated, you know, my time to saying, you know what, I really want to become an admissions advisor because I saw the amount of People that were struggling, had no idea what they wanted to do with their careers. They're stuck in dead-end jobs. They had no idea how to go from point A to point B. And uh, I knew that it was something I could be good at. However, unfortunately, you know, when it comes to society and, uh, you know, trying to get hired fresh out of college... You know, I thought it would be best because I'm already a student at DeVry. Who can speak better to the programs than a grad? But they turned me down because I didn't have experience. Could you believe it? But that's okay. I actually ended up working at a marketing company where I was doing um, B2B sales, going door to door, selling office supplies. And... uh, I was in different territories almost every week, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, um, so many different areas that I was in and uh, seeing about 90 plus doors per day and getting someone to sign up on net 30 billing right on the spot is not an easy thing to do. But my determination kept me going to the point where I did that for about three years, ended up moving to Pennsylvania to open a new site with my, with my um, owner at the time. But you know, the admissions advisor role always stuck in my head because I just didn't feel as if I was changing lives the way that I wanted to. So I moved back to New York. And now that I have the sales experience under my belt. I applied for a Sanford Brown Institute, which was a part of Career Education Corporation in 2007. And within a couple of days, I got hired at Sanford Brown. But guess who offered me an opportunity a couple of days later, which I gladly declined. Yep. DeVry Institute of Technology. (laughs) But I mean, it was a crazy ride. And uh, my first day as an advisor, I was super excited, but super nervous. I was the only female. I was one of five females in the department, about 18. 
I was the youngest and I was the only one that was inexperienced. All the other advisors, you know, they've either come from other schools, online schools. They've done this before. They've been in the industry like 10 plus years. And here I am first day. But my determination is what kept me going because I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to take this material home. I'm going to study every single program and I am going to make sure that I am better than anyone in this department. And that's exactly what I did. I dedicated my time. I did all the trainings that I had to do. I practiced at home. I practiced the scripts. I memorized all the programs. I stuck side by side with my director and I just fed off of everything that he told me to do. And, you know, sponge off of a, a couple of, you know, top reps also. At that time, there was something called high achievers where the top 30% of the entire corporation was sent away for a week of rest and relaxation, award ceremony, you know, all that great stuff. And I made it my goal that in my first year, I was going to high achievers. And that's exactly what I did, handpicked by the president to go to high achievers my very first year. That was one of my biggest accomplishments. But the biggest accomplishment overall was the amount of students that I was able to help, the amount of lives I was able to change. I remember my verse, my very first student was from Nigeria. And it was the first interview that I did by myself. You know, you do all this practicing and when it's time, <laughs> everything just goes out of your head. But then I realized that when I sat in the room with him, and I just started asking him about, you know, his past, what's his current situation? You know, what's stopping him from moving forward? What are his goals? What are his aspirations? How would it make him feel, you know, to actually accomplish these goals? I realized that I'm just having a regular conversation with people. I was just having a regular conversation with him and it flowed to the point where he tested the same day. He enrolled the same day. He started the very next class, graduated, and brought me back a gift from Nigeria because he said I changed his life. My very first student. So my point is, when you are sitting in an admissions seat, the first thing that you have to realize is, one, admissions is not a nine-to-five job. And when I say that, I'm not talking about, oh... You know, I punch in at nine o'clock and I got to make sure I punch out at five because those are my hours and I get paid a, a minute later. I'm talking about mentally, it's not a nine to five. When you genuinely care about the well-being and the success of an individual that's sitting in front of you, time goes out the window and you're just focused on that prospect you're focused on, do they have a family? Who's your support system? You know, do you have anyone to turn to when you start feeling discouraged halfway through this program? Because you will feel discouraged. It's just a part of life. The same way when you walk in as an advisor, sometimes you feel discouraged because it may be Wednesday and you don't have any enrollments on the board. But what's very important to 
realizes Wednesday is not the ending of the week. Some schools go until Saturday. So what is Wednesday? Okay, two days have gone, but you still have the rest of today. And then you still have two more days left to the week. So as long as there's still time left, there's always room for a turnaround. But when it comes to admissions, you just have to make sure that you are in admissions for the right reason. Because keep in mind, these prospects, these prospects, they are researching a lot of different schools. And they can smell someone that's not genuine from a mile away. Someone who's just out for a number in addition to their enrollment. Let's get one thing straight. Yes. Enrollments are very important because it adds to the revenue of the school. Admissions department is the most important department in the school because you drive the revenue for the school. Those are all givens. However, the reason behind you being in admissions has to come from within. Because the bottom line is the more that you genuinely care about the well-being of other people, the more they're going to see that within you. And then guess what? They're going to trust their friends and family members with you also. So now all of your enrollments are just speaking for themselves and you're doing the minimum work because you are genuine. You genuinely care about the well-being of people. And then all of a sudden, they're just going to start bringing more and more people to you. The most gratifying thing about being admissions was... Number one, the first graduation. And number two, everywhere I went, it was the train, the bus, by my house, coming out of church. Somebody sitting back of me in church saying, Miss Kathy, guess where I'm working? I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for you. Those are the type of comments that should keep you going every single day. You have to care. But I'm not saying that admissions is easy because it's really not easy at all. It's a lot of responsibility. But once you have both of your feet in the water, trust me, you will definitely succeed. You just have to make sure that you have a plan. You have to make sure that you have a plan every single day. That's how you're going to be able to survive the life of an admissions personnel. And once again, that's whether you're an advisor, a director, a campus president, an owner, a VP, everyone is a part of the admissions department. So this is the first episode. In my next couple of episodes, I want to be able to give you guys some really good tips on how to increase conversions, what to do when you feel as if your lead flow is dried out. There's a lot of really good content. And I have 14 plus years in admissions and I've been in an admissions advisor's role, a director, a VP, part of operations. I've done the whole nine. And now I'm in a position where I'm able to help and train multiple Mm -hmm. admissions departments across the board in all different states, which is very exciting. Because now I feel like I'm reaching so many more people, but I have a lot to give. And this was just my first episode. 
I hope you guys were able to gain something <laughs> from this episode, but uh, I look forward to sharing more. For now, take care. Thank you.